it. It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and cast into his garden, and it grew and waxed a great tree, and the fowls of the air lodged in the branches of it. So there he, he uses the word uh, a, a grain of mustard. I saw a small little grain of mustard seed that grew into a large tree. Uh, he's saying something small can grow into something large. Now, verse uh, 20. And again he said, Whereunto shall I liken the kingdom of God? That's how he did in verse 18 about the kingdom of God here. Now verse 21. It is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. Now, dear ones, uh, three measures of meal, according to what I understand, is uh, like about six and a half bushels. Uh, she must have worked at the restaurant or something. <laughs> but six and a half bushels of meal. Um, she took a little leaven, put it in all that meal, and notice how it says it in the last few words of the verse, verse 21, till the whole was leavened. That little bit of leaven spread through that whole six and a half bushels of, of meal. <clears throat> Dear people, our, our influence, sometimes we, you know, we've talked about this already in, in the article I read by uh, brother, brother Paul Zare on individualism. He mentioned that, but, um, you know, we can sometimes have the, Idea. Well, I, I can, I can, I can think how I want to. You know, you know. Uh, I, I'll submit to. You know, since I'm here, I, I'll submit to it. But, I, but that's not how I feel, and I, I'll just think as I want to. And uh, dear, dear people, when we have that attitude, that feeling, <clears throat> one day, your children will be going a direction that you didn't intend, and one day your grandchildren won't even be around. Um, because your attitude will spread. And if it's wrong, that wrong attitude will spread, will spread, will spread. <clears throat> so I'd like for us to look at uh, a few scriptures, just uh, small individual verses in some cases, maybe a few verses in some cases. But... Um, <clears throat> And we can think about uh, the leaven of division, the leaven of division in some of the first verses, and then uh, uh, the leaven of our speech, uh, and then the leaven specifically of, of gossip, and also then uh, the leaven of, of discord. Actually, let's look at the leaven of, of, of discord. Uh, well, no, let's look first of all at the leaven of division. And even though the word is, leaven is not used in most of these places, uh, you see it, it's something that somebody made to happen by their action or attitude. And so it's spreading by someone's thoughts or actions or attitude. 
Uh, Romans 16, I would like to look at. Romans 16, verse 17. That's Romans 16 and verse 17. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. Wow. See, I underline the word cause. Somebody caused it. He's saying that these brethren that you should mark, that you should take note of, caused it. It's like leaven. Their attitudes, their words, their, their notions, their thinking is like leaven. And it's bad leaven. It, it, it spreads the, the, the bad things, the bad attitudes uh, spread, which call, here it is, divisions. If, you know, he's, what he's talking about specifically here, they cause them. Somebody influenced this. Somebody was an example, an influence of division and offenses. Let's look at several places in in 1 Corinthians. So, first of all, just over a couple of pages, chapter 1. Chapter 1, in, in uh, verse 10. 1 Corinthians 1.10. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. Don't let the leaven of division spoil you. Don't let the leaven of division spoil your good body called the church. Perfectly joined together. And that, you know, that end of verse 10 there kind of sounds like a verse or two in Ephesians 4. Perfectly joined together. God would have us that we are somehow, some way, perfectly joined together and work in such a harmonious way. But we don't want the leaven of divisions to be a problem uh, among us, is what he's saying here. <clears throat> in, in just over a page or two yet, in chapter 3, chapter 3 and, and verse 3, chapter 3 and verse 3, For ye are yet carnal, for whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions... Are ye not carnal and walk as men? The leaven of divisions that come from envying and strife and such like. And then one more place yet in 1 Corinthians. That's chapter 11. Chapter 11 of, of, of 1 Corinthians. Just uh, three verses, 17, 18, 19. This is chapter 11 of uh, 1 Corinthians, beginning of verse 17. Now this, now in this that I declare unto you, I praise you not, that ye come together not for the better, but for the worse. For first of all, when ye come together in the church, I hear that there are, be divisions among you, and I partly believe it. For there must be also heresies among you, that they which are approved may be made manifest among you. Divisions. Why, why were they there? Well, somebody wasn't 
working in harmony. Somebody wasn't submitting, trying to toot their own, own, own horn, do their own thing, causing divisions, the leaven of division. God help us that that doesn't take place. Now, the rest of the verses I would like to look at here are, um, are actually in, in the Proverbs. So Proverbs chapter 6, just three places in, in the Proverbs. And the first one is in chapter, chapter 6. Proverbs 6. Uh, verses 12 to 19. Proverbs 6, beginning at verse 12. A naughty person, a wicked man, walketh with a froward mouth. He winketh with his eyes, he speaketh with his feet, he teacheth with his fingers. Frowardness is in his heart, he deviseth mischief continually. He soweth discord. See, his influence, his influence, like leaven influences the dough, his influence is discord. God help us. God help him. He soweth discord. Verse 15, Therefore shall his calamity come suddenly. Suddenly shall he be broken without remedy. These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. Now, um, you've probably had, probably your preachers have preached on this from time to time, maybe, but it's so interesting. You know, some of these things you say, well, boy, that's really bad. I, I can understand why the Lord hates that one. Boy, that's, that's a real sin, you know. But do you, you remember how it ends in verse 19? You see? But let me read from verse 16. These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination to him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift to running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. Again, I underline soweth. He's influencing, his influence is discord. His influence creates discord. How sad. I trust none of you are like that. <clears throat> Chapter 16. Chapter 16 and verse 7. Chapter 16 and verse uh, 7. <clears throat> We'll just look at verse 7 and then look at a few verses later in the chapter. But verse 7, When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Now you're talking about a good influence, some good yeast, some, some good laughing, something that, that, that should be spread, a good influence. Right there it is, verse 7. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh. He, he's, he influences, he maketh, he influences even his enemies to be at peace with him. Wow, that's beautiful. Now look at um, verses 19 to 28. Verse 19 now, same chapter, this is Proverbs 16, verse 19. Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the lowly 
than to divide the spoil with the proud. I started here because of that word humble. You see, if we could just get rid of our proud nature and I'm so important and my ideas are better than yours and so forth, if we could get rid of that but be humble, then a lot of these other things will fall into place. And so I started there because of this, this humble spirit here. Now verse 20. He that handleth a matter wisely shall find good, and whoso trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increaseth learning. We're talking about speech here mainly in, in some of these verses. Uh, so there's a, there's a positive way, uh, result of our, our, our proper speech, our good speech. Now verse 22. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it, but the instruction of fools is folly. I, I trust that you know there would be nobody here that would instruct in that way. That would instruct in a foolish way. But the instruction of fools is folly. Verse 23: the heart of the wise teacheth his mouth. If you're wise, you will tell your mouth what to say and how to say it. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Verse 24, pleasant words are as an honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. We're talking about our speech here. The leaven of good, of good speech, upbuilding speech, proper speech, Edifying speech. Verse 25. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. He that laboreth, laboreth for himself, for his mouth craveth it of him. Verse 27. An ungodly man diggeth up evil. Did you know that was in the Bible? We talk about digging up, digging up juicy stories or something digging up some information that we probably shouldn't be digging up, getting into situations where we have no business in. The Bible used the word digging up like we do sometimes. An ungodly man diggeth up evil, and in his lips there is a burning fire. The influence of, of wrong lips. Verse 28, a froward man soweth strife, and a whisperer separateth chief friends. You could underline two words in, in that little verse. Soweth, soweth. He's, he's, he's making it happen. He's making strife happen. He's influencing like leaven influences dough. He's influencing in the wrong way. He soweth that. And then the last part of the verse and a whisperer, he's doing that with his lips. He's talking when he should be quiet. A whisperer separated chief friends. The leaven of our speech. It can be good, it can be evil. <laughs> Let's look at a few verses yet. In chapter 26, so over a few pages to uh, Proverbs 26, And um, beginning at verse 17, 
26, um, and beginning of verse 17, uh, I'll read through 23. Verse 17, He that passeth by and meddleth with strife, belonging not to him, is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. As a madman who casteth firebrands, arrows, and death, so is the man that deceiveth his neighbor, and saith, Am not I in sport? Where no wood is, there the fire goeth out. So where there is no tailbearer, the strife ceaseth. As coals are to burning coals, and wood to fire, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. The words of a talebearer are as wounds, and they go down into the inner parts of the belly. Burning lips and a wicked heart are like a potsherd covered with silver dross. That last one simply means like a, an old clay pot that somebody tried to make look real good by putting a little silver on the outside. It's no good. It, it didn't help it any. It made it look a little nicer. It, it, didn't, it, didn't, it didn't improve it. <clears throat> I take for granted verse 17 means that uh, if you want to get bit and then take a dog by the ears. <laughs> yeah, anyway, maybe there's another meaning there. <clears throat> of course, verse 18 and 19 go together in one, one thought, one sentence. Um, well, it's verses uh, 20 and 21 where it talks about the influence of, of something, and he, he compares it to, to, um, to something that we can understand about wood and fire. So verse 20, where no wood is, the fire goeth out. So a bad story that's circulating, you can keep it going, just like adding wood to the fire. Or you can shut your mouth and let it stop. So where there is no talebearer, the strife ceaseth. That's what it says. And then, verse 21, as coals are to burning coals and wood to fire, saying the same thing again, so is a contentious man to kindle strife. Get rid of the attitude, you get rid of the wrong words, you get rid of the gossip, you get rid of the tail-bearing, and it'll take care of itself. But you can, with a bad attitude, keep it going. How sad is that? Uh, the leaven of gossip. Um, <clears throat> It actually used the word burning lips. It's like in verse 23, burning lips. It's like the person can't, can't wait. Uh, I mean, his lips are burning. He can't wait to tell somebody. Please, don't, don't be like that. If you have a problem in that area, then, you know, give it to God and help him to direct your thinking some other way. Burning lips and a wicked heart. He, he's, the writer here is, is saying that's all in one, as it were. I mean, burning lips are burning because the heart's wicked. Um, 
or like a potsherd covered with silver dross. It's nothing. <clears throat> All right, well, to conclude here, I want to turn. I mentioned at the beginning, I want to look at Matthew 13. Uh, and that's one place where Jesus uh, used the, uh, the leaven uh, for the kingdom uh, and how the kingdom uh, grows. Matthew 13 it is. <clears throat> But I, I want to look at uh, another parable or two there also because it could have some, some similar characteristics. Um, <clears throat> Matthew 13. Uh, we'll begin reading it at verse 24. <clears throat> verse 24. This is one of the places where Jesus gave a parable. And then uh, a little later in our Bibles here, he explained the parable. So the explanation for the parable beginning in verse 24 um, is in verses um, you know, 37 to 43. Matthew 13, beginning in verse uh, 24. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemy came and, and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servants said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into the barn. Now, we, of course, he's going to explain it. I already said that in, in a few minutes here. Uh, <clears throat> But if there's some part of it that it's hard for you to, to say, well, what does this really mean? How does that apply? Uh, you, you might not understand every little detail of it. But I trust you can understand what he said there in the end of verse 30. I will say to the reapers, gather ye together first the tares and bind them into bundles to burn them. And he's going to say more about that when he explains it here later. Now, let me continue reading with verse 31. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs. And became a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Verse 33, another parable spake unto them, The kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. 
All these things spake Jesus unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable spake he not unto them, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Then Jesus sent the multitude away and went into the house, and his disciples came unto him, saying, Declare unto us the parable of the tares of the field. He answered and said unto them, He that soweth the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom. But the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that soweth them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. And the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend and them which do iniquity, and shall cast them into a furnace of fire. There shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth, then shall the king righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. So in verse 32, of course, we have the, the leaven uh, of the spreading of, of the gospel. Uh, um, in the kingdom of heaven, as it were. Um, and, you know, something similar in verse 32. The, the, the spreading of, of the gospel in, in this wicked world. But it, it will spread. It will spread um, like we put yeast in a bunch of dough. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have an effect. It's going to have a, a real influence on it. But... <clears throat> If you want to refer to the influence of the tares, you know, in the first parable, beginning in verse 24, and then the explanation beginning in verse 37, um, that's another influence. That's an ungodly influence that would do damage uh, to the people of God. It will, it will not be a positive effect on the kingdom it won't be a positive effect on, on the brotherhood. It will have a negative effect, as it were. So, our lives are like leaven. Words are words, others hear. Our actions, others see. They leave an influence. Yes, they do. And others remember and are impressed in one way or the other. May our influence um, be for the edification and the building of the brotherhood rather than something opposite of that. May your influence and mine build up and grow the kingdom. Okay, I've selected uh, two songs for us to sing here at the end of this, and uh, the song leader will come and lead both of them now. The first, they're both in the church hymnal. The first one is 488, 
488 in the church hymnal, and then Song Leader, you can lead the, the other one then also.